I am ready for some good news. I want it. I need it. And I don't mean the kind of good news that pretends that things are better than they seem. The kind that would suggest congregations are safe to gather in person even on Easter Day. And I don't mean the kind of good news that is comparative to the bad news that surrounds us, such as today's death count is lower than yesterday's. I mean real good news, honest to goodness good news, the kind of good news that's so good it makes you cry. That's the kind of good news I need. And on this Easter day, as we stand beside Mary Magdalene weeping outside the tomb, that good news comes and finds us. Early in the morning, while it was still dark, Mary walked alone to the tomb. As she approached in the dim light, she could see that the stone had been rolled away and her heart sank. She knew that the worst had happened. Not bothering to look inside, she turned around and ran to find Peter and the other disciple to tell them what she knew to be true that they had taken our Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. When the disciples heard that awful news, they got up and ran to the tomb to see for themselves what Mary had told them. When they got there, they bent down to look inside. They even went inside the tomb and when they did, they saw on the floor the linen wrappings, and the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. They believed what they saw, that the tomb was empty, that the body was not there, but they still didn't understand what had happened. And so they turned around and went back home. A little while later, Mary came back to the garden where the tomb was. She stood outside the tomb weeping, this time tears of a double loss. First, her heart had broken when Jesus had been killed, and now, now that someone had taken away Jesus' body, this weeping woman was denied even the tiniest shred of comfort she might glean from knowing that she was standing near her Lord. In that grief and loss and despair, Mary bent down to look into the tomb. And when she did, she saw two angels sitting there dressed in white where the body of Jesus had been. Woman, why are you weeping? They asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they have laid him, she said to them. Turning around, she saw a man whom she assumed was the gardener. So stuck was she in her grief. So sure was she that the very worst thing imaginable had happened, that she couldn't even recognize the one who was standing before her. 
Woman, why are you weeping? Jesus said to her, whom are you looking for? Mary's reply gave voice to what was at that moment the deepest longing of her heart. Sir, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him so that I might go and take him away. In that moment of grief, the very best that Mary could hope for was to find the dead body of Jesus so that she might be close to it again. Mary, Jesus said to her. Rabuni, she replied. That is the good news of Easter. That is the good news we celebrate this day, even from our homes, even behind closed doors, even cut off from our family and friends. We celebrate this day because God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That isn't the good news that the worst has reached its peak. It's not that the death rate is declining or that unemployment is decreasing. It's not baseball is being played in empty stadiums or even that college football might be back in time. It isn't even the good news of a vaccine, though surely that would bring welcome relief to everyone. We need good news that is more than an improvement to our circumstances. As desperate as this moment might seem, we need to know something bigger than the fear that is around us in this moment. We need something that can give us hope and life and confidence today, but not only today, tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. We need the resurrection of Jesus. The resurrection matters. Easter matters. It matters because when God raised Jesus from the dead, God changed everything for the better. Until Jesus spoke Mary's name, she was stuck in that place of struggle and loss and grief. So desperate was she that her greatest hope was that she might get a lead on where his body had been hidden. Into that hopeless moment, hope itself comes and finds her. Mary, Jesus said to her. Rabuni she said unto her Lord. Everything changed. The very thing that had been her greatest fear, that fear was turned on its head. The resurrection is more than a consolation prize. Easter is more than a light at the end of a dark tunnel. In the resurrection of Jesus, God takes the darkness of our very darkest tunnel and turns it into new and radiant light. God exchanges the walls that hem us in for a newfound freedom from everything we fear. All of us 
are ready for even a little bit of good news. The whole world is praying for an end to the pandemic. But the truth is, we need even more than that. We need more than a cure for today's disease. We need the antidote to death itself. We need to know that there is a God who loves us and who has the power to rescue us from whatever terrible trouble comes our way. We need the good news of Easter. The real power and beauty of this day is that the good news we seek isn't something we find. It's something that comes and finds us. We don't need to be able to see beyond tomorrow's headlines in order to have hope. We don't need to know how today's crisis will end in order to trust that God will see us through it. We have hope because of God's great love for us. We have hope because even when our eyes are full of tears, the power of the resurrection comes and finds us. We have hope because God has met us in the very heart of our very worst fears so that those fears might be shattered by the light of the resurrection. We have hope because this day Jesus lives. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.